Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And we're very happy to welcome you to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Yeah, that's us. It's the uh, the 50-plus crowd. I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our lovely and talented co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. She's batting eyelashes at <laughs> us here in the studio, so uh, whenever I say that, it always uh, sparks some kind of a response. So, uh, Denise, good to see you again. Hi, Dan. We're going to do another show. In fact, we were just talking that the show is now uh, one year old. Uh, I started the show a year ago, and uh, you came along uh, not very long into that uh, series just a few weeks later. Time flies, doesn't it? It does. It really does. Whether you're having fun or not sometimes. But we are having fun. We're usually having fun. So, Denise, what's the good word for today? The good word today is coming to us from Matthew chapter 7. Uh, verse 24 through 25, and it says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. Mm. And I'm excited today because our guest is going to help us talk about how to build all kinds of things on rocks. (laughs) And that rock being the foundation of the Small Business Association, of course, we are are, uh, always looking to our Lord Jesus Christ as our foundation. But what we're going to be talking about today is how to go out there and do something to fulfill the Great Commission, but do it in such a way as that will it will last in the small business association it's incredible dan as you know has so many tools for people to help them do whatever they want are hoping to do in their small business that they already have one that they're dreaming about or maybe even a ministry so i'm excited thanks for opening that door we have lots to talk about with our guests we'll introduce cameron in just a moment as you were reading that passage i was th- uh, my mind went back to the old sunday school song Oh, yeah. The wise man <laughs> built his house upon the rock, and so forth. That's right. I won't do the whole thing. I sang it on but, my uh, way here, so I'm glad you brought that but up. But in all of life, uh, Denise, and for our listeners, it's important if we're going to build something uh, with our life, we want to make sure that we're uh, using the right kind of foundation. That's right. And that's what Jesus was saying with that parable. That's uh, right. The wise man you know, had to find solid ground, solid rock. And so we operate from biblical principles. We operate from that calling that God has given us because he has been shaping us and molding us and preparing us for what it is we are to do next. Uh, whatever our age, that's been our shaping process, and we're ready to do that. So I want to say and go right into that, that many boomers and beyonders are business owners uh, or want to be. And uh, there's a number of different kinds of situations, and Cam and our guest from the SBA will talk about that in a moment. But I'm imagining people who are in our, in our age category who are either in retirement or their career is coming to an end or they're tired of the grind of uh, getting up and going to work and doing something that isn't all that rewarding for them mm-hmm. or they just want to change 
or they need more income, or they've lost a job, they have a special skill or a talent, and uh, or maybe they just want to pursue a dream, and some of these might uh, mix together. But uh, So today we're going to talk about this topic, Boomers in Business, Here's Help You Don't Want to Overlook. Our special guest in studio, very happy uh, to welcome Cameron Doss with the Small Business Administration, and want to uh, thank you, Cameron, for taking time to be with us today, and welcome to Second Half Now. Thank you for having me. And we have talked uh, beforehand. We always do our conference call ahead of time and then a little bit uh, here before we uh, uh, started the show. And also you and I met at a Christian Chamber of Commerce meeting last week. And I'm very impressed with what the SBA offers. And um, it's not true that Christian people or faith-based people or 501c3s and nonprofits um, aren't aren't eligible for some of the things that are available through the SBA. So we're going to unpack that. We're going to open that door. We're going to hear a lot from you today. So thank you again very much for coming in today. So uh, Cameron, tell us about yourself and what it is that you do with the Small Business Administration. Yes, well, I'm the district director for the U.S. Small Business Administration, the Portland District Office. And my district covers Oregon and Southwest Washington. And in that particular role, I oversee SBA vast network of resource partners. Uh, we're talking about our SCORE partners, our small business development centers, our women's business center, and our veterans business centers. I also work with a lot of our uh, lending partners. Uh, we're talking about some 70-plus lenders within our particular district that are uh, SBA lenders that we work with. In addition to that, uh, I oversee our uh, activities related to government contracting. So it's a pretty broad job, uh, and it keeps me busy, and, and I enjoy helping people in this particular role. Now, you just rolled off several things there that maybe we'll uh, want to get into, and that what I wrote down here is 70 lenders uh, that work with SBA applicants and also a veterans and SCORE. Mm-hmm. If I recall correctly, that's the Service Corps of Retired Executives? That is correct, okay. yes. And then also special unit for women. Yes. So uh, let's make a point of trying to get into Absolutely. those. Yeah. Okay. That would be great. So well, that's the thing. There's so much that we have discovered yeah. that is contained under this name, Small mm-hmm. Business Administration. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, Cameron, would you tell us a little bit? Tell our audience what the Small Business Administration is and how did you come to work there? Yes. Well, the SBA is an independent uh, agency in the federal government. It was established in 1953. And so we've been around for quite some time. And our mission is very simple. We're here to help businesses start, grow, and succeed. And we do that in three distinct areas. We do that by helping businesses get access to capital. We help businesses get access to market, which is the federal marketplace, being able to sell their goods and services to the federal government. Then we help businesses with their business technical services that they need, the counseling services that they need. So so we have a, a, a very, very impactful mission to really help small businesses. That's perfect. Let's go back to what you were saying, because I remember this in an earlier conversation. You help businesses start uh, or help people start, grow, or help Help me out Start, here. Start, grow, succeed. Or, yes. and succeed. That's a great motto, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, what is? I was wanting to get my, my pronouns and my adjectives <laughs> in the right place there. Um, okay, so let's say somebody is listening and they say, you know what, I'm thinking about starting a business. Whatever the reason, the end of the career is coming or they have a dream they want to fulfill or whatever it is, they need extra income, they want to start a business. So 
uh, and we'll do the other ones separately, the, the grow and succeed. So where would what would they do? What would you offer to them if they're saying, gosh, I'm thinking about starting a business. Um, what can SBA do for me? I would say first, reach out to one of our resource partners or visit us online at www.sba.gov and, and do a feasibility assessment. You know, really look at to see uh, what it is that you're capable of doing, uh, to see if your idea is going to be uh, viable, uh, and to see, you know, if there's a marketplace for your particular ideas. Do a lot of that homework up front. Uh, also connecting with one of our resource partners to, you know, maybe bounce your idea off, you know, so that you can mm. have a, a, a person mm. to be a sounding board for right. you just to see if indeed, you know, your idea is going to be something that's valid. So are you saying that um, uh, that there are tools online where you can do this uh, sort of assessment or this feasibility? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, on our website at www.sba.gov. We have a plethora of tools available for individuals that are looking to just, say for say, start okay. their business. And if they're just in the idea phase, maybe that's a good place to start. That's and then they could contact your office or one of your resource partners and see what the next steps might be. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, just just getting that information and, and really just trying to see what is it out there and, and how my idea as a potential business mm -hmm. owner is going to mm -hmm. fit within right. uh, the rest of the, the marketplace that's already in existence. You know, right. uh, And that's what I would say is a good place to start there. Right. I can see this as being... Um, such an encouragement for people so you've had these ideas rolling around in your head and now by having this feasibility piece you actually have some a, a structure that, that says hey well how would you do this and mm -hmm. what are you thinking about for that and and the idea of having to put that into words instead of just letting it mm, be in your right, head. Right. And then to have a sounding board, to have somebody else right. telling you, well, that's not a bad idea. You know, that's, that's, that's innovative. That's this, that's that. Mm -hmm. I can see people getting some encouragement to just get started yes. instead of sitting back on, I don't know if it mm -hmm. could ever amount to anything. Right, right. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's very valuable to express uh, a desire or to express an idea and have, like what you said, Denise, a sounding board. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's really, Validation. really. What's that? A Validation. Mm -hmm. Validation. That's like building on the rock. Absolutely. Right. right? you got to start with a, with a good foundation. Yeah. So let's talk right. about the other folks who are already in a business and maybe they're struggling. They don't know what to do. Maybe they don't have enough capital. Mm. They don't know, um, you know, they don't have a business plan. They don't have the right mix of customers or inventory or whatever else. So what can the SBA do for a person who is in the business already but needs to learn how to grow it? But this is mm. definitely one of the things that our network of resource partners focus on. Uh, we, we like to see businesses grow, you know, but many times uh, individuals are good at what their craft is or their trade, mm -hmm. but they may not necessarily have the business tools to be able to really look at, you know, how their business is doing, may not have the capability to really understand, mm -hmm. you know, their financials, or may not have the, you know, the, the wherewithal to really put together a good strategic growth plan. Our resource partners can be available, can help them in this regard. Uh, they can help them look at what are some of their marketing strategies. They can help them look at maybe helping them develop their operating plans and stuff to help them better run their business. Or if there are some human uh, resource issues that they're mm -hmm. dealing with, that you know, our resource partners may be able to help them with that in that particular regard. Uh, so those are some of just the, the counseling services that's available through SBA and our network of resource partners. 
And one thing that I emphasize is that the counseling provided by our resource partners is free. I was going to ask that question because it sounds like the uh, quality of this uh, of this resource and of this information could come at a price. And if a guy's struggling in a business, right. that price may just be something he just can't come up with. But yes. you're saying there's no cost for that. There's no cost for the counseling. Now, resource okay. partners do offer like very low cost mm-hmm. uh, training classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for like one-on-one counseling, that service is free. And so I saw if a person was struggling and, and wanted to get help, it's just all they have to do is just, you know, reach out uh, to our particular network and, and someone, uh, that's in our network could be available to, to assist them. That's that's just such great news. Oh yeah, it sure is. That you can actually just you know check check some things out. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about small businesses that I've been involved in. So so the idea that you know I can go and talk to somebody about potential marketing strategies mm-hmm. and not have to have cash up front ready to invest in that or sign on for anything. I can just see what my options are and get a little more familiar with how to best run a business. Yes. Well, across our district, we have 21 small business development centers. We have five SCORE chapters. We have one women's business center and one uh, veterans business center as well. So uh, there is resource partners that's within our network that's available uh, to help. our small business development centers are located at our community colleges. So that's a good place to start, you know. And, and again, for those that are 50-plus in that demographic, uh, having a SCORE mentor to help you uh, right. along the way. And our SCORE mentors, these are individuals that have uh, ran um, Fortune 500 companies, have started businesses, grew businesses, sold businesses. Uh, they're very, very seasoned in, in what they do. And, and they are volunteers uh, that help as their passion to give back as well. So being able to connect up with one of our SCORE mentors could be one of the things that can help someone, whether they're in that startup phase or even in that growth phase mm-hmm. uh, of dealing with their particular business issues. You know, I was, gonna, was going to ask you, where do these mentors and counselors come from? But how exciting is that? So these are people who, who love to sit down with people yes. and talk to them about what it is that they want to do. Yes, yes. And these uh, retired executives have connections. Absolutely. Oh, they have point. resources and people and That's knowledge. Right. I mean, it's more yeah. than just talking with them. It's, mm. you know, let me call my friend Bill. Wow. You know, he runs a so-and-so a company, and maybe we can get some help. You know what I mean? Because yes. they're, they're very resourceful. Absolutely. Yeah, good. Boy, when it comes to that whole notion we've talked about in past shows about leaving legacies, right. there you have it. Right. People out there taking all of what they've accumulated over these years and offering it out to people who want to do the right. same. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, maybe we could speak also about uh, maybe an executive or a retired executive who might be interested right. in providing Good those one. kinds of services. They also could contact you, right, Cameron, in your yes, office? absolutely. And uh, they can say, hey, I, I'd like to be one of those uh, that can help. Absolutely. If they want to get connected with our SCORE chapters, please contact us. Okay. Let us know because I'm always trying to help, you know, find some some more uh, mentors and, and volunteer uh, business advisors out there. So we would love that. Right. Let me ask this question. Uh, in our economy, I know, I don't know what the number is, but I know uh, a high percentage of our uh, folks who are employed work for a small business. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so a guy doesn't wake up tomorrow and go out and, and start a, an Apple computer company or a uh, or a General Motors. They start they start a small business. Yes. Do you you happen to know? I don't want to put you on the spot here. What percentage of employees I think you know work for a uh, work for a small business or what would be called a small business? Absolutely. In Oregon, our our economy is is really love small businesses. Ninety seven point six percent of those. Uh, employers in our particular economy are small business. So our economy is heavily um, Mm -hmm. driven by small businesses. Um, And we love to look at these numbers and that that show you that small business owners are the backbone of the American economy. Mm. 96%? 97.6%. 97.6% of Oregon's employers are small business Yes. That is an incredible statistic. More about that. Right after the break. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people planned for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Life is a journey and it really helps to have a roadmap, especially during your golden years of life. There are at least 80 senior living communities and 1,100 adult care homes in just the greater Portland-Vancouver metro area. At no cost to you or your family, you can plan now for the right fit for yourself or loved ones. Golden Placement Services is the roadmap to your new home. In four simple steps, assessment, research, touring, and follow-up, the Golden Girls will help you prepare for the next part of your journey. We found Golden Placement Services to be very helpful to us in locating a care facility for our father. They asked good questions to ascertain what kind of facility we were looking for. We were taken to a few homes that fit the criteria we were seeking, and we're very happy with the care our dad's receiving from the facility found for us by Golden Placements. Visit our website at goldenplacements.com to learn more. That's goldenplacements.com or call one of the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. And we're back. We want to give a big thank you to our sponsors and our partners. We want to mention the two uh, spots that you just heard, Dignity Memorial and Golden Placement Services. But then also, uh, we don't have spots for them yet, but those are coming. 24-7 Properties with Jeff Edmondson, Dan the Mortgage Man, First Priority Financial. Dream Trips, that's a new sponsor. More about um, Kevin Ryan coming up. He'll be on the show in a few weeks. And then 180 Cash Flow Strategies and Northwest Web 
creation company, a recent name change. It was Northwest Web Construction, but they've switched that to creation company. I like that. And then our wonderful partners, Warner Pacific College, Multnomah University, KKPZ, this radio station, Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest, and Serving Our Neighbors. So thank you to all of them that uh, make the program available so that we can provide valuable content to our listeners, either real-time, on-air, Monday, 5.30 uh, to 6, and obviously on our website all the time, 24-7. I want to come back in uh, and talk to you, Cameron, about um, we were talking about the numbers of small businesses that are in Oregon. is very friendly to small business. I mean, uh, uh, we don't have very many large businesses, all right? Did you have something else you wanted to add to that in terms of? Yes, uh, particularly in Oregon, uh, nearly over 757,000 workers are employed by small businesses. So that's a great deal of the workforce uh, in our economy here that are employed by small businesses. And one thing I want to point out is that uh, many people have a dream or a hope or an idea or something, and they try to start a business. And I know that the failure rate is pretty high. And I'm wondering if there's a correlation between whether um, a person that started a business that ended up not succeeding, maybe they didn't check it out enough, maybe they didn't call SBA, didn't access some of the services and resources you have to offer. You probably could have spared a lot of people a lot of uh, very difficult um, sleepless nights if they would have come to SBA and gotten a hold of the resources that you have to offer. And that's one thing that I always tell anyone. If Get a business advisor. Uh, And not only just get a business advisor, but listen to a business Mm. advisor. Because (laughs) those individuals can probably save you a lot of headaches, you know, up front. You can't say that, you know, our network is going to be the be-all, end-all to all solutions or all Mm -hmm. problems. Mm -hmm. But at least get someone uh, that's available to be able to help you navigate uh, the, the issues that you're dealing with as a business owner. Well, you know, and I do think that speaks to what's, is scripturally sound. So when we're talking about being wise, we all have our spiritual gifts, right? So what you were saying at the beginning about some people, they're great at their craft, but let's be real. (laughs) Not so Mm -hmm. much when it comes to the marketing end or the accounting end or whatever. But guess what? You don't have to. That's true. Somebody else out there Mm -hmm. has those talents. And just because you're a small business that doesn't have a big HR department, what you're saying is there are resources resources out there to help you fill those slots yes and we live in the uh, this wonderful mixture of faith and marketplace Mm -hmm. and uh, cameron is in a situation where he represents the federal government with the sba and he he puts on that uh, that government uh, service hat every morning Mm -hmm. and uh, and yet so denise and i come from a faith uh, orientation and yet they're they're not exclusive they're not mutually exclusive Mm -hmm. So I want, uh, and maybe we'll do it on the podcast side on part two, we want to talk about faith-based initiatives, because many people in our audience um, are church-connected or faith-based, and they have an idea, or they want to be involved in a ministry of some kind, but they don't know how to go about that, and they don't know, you know, if there's a faith-based uh, service organization, how, so we can, I'd like to pick that up on the, uh, on part two. Okay. We're gonna have to. We'll close this program in a few minutes uh, for the on-air part, but then we'll uh, we'll pick that up on the on the other side. Okay. So, could you tell us, uh, Cameron, what are maybe some of the um, the risks and opportunities of just the idea of starting a business? I mean, the risk of starting a business is 
will it be successful? I mean, mm -hmm. that's the biggest risk that any person can take. Uh, whether you're an encore entrepreneur, and that's a person that's 50 and older, or whether you uh, mm -hmm. and any other demographic, uh, just being able to to get out there and and and, and really take that risk. Uh, the opportunities are unlimited. You know, uh, there's too many stories of, of individuals that have started a business and not only just started, but they grew that business and they end up being very successful at what they did. Uh, made an impact in their communities, made an impact with their families. The list goes on and on. But it, but you have to weigh, if you're deciding that, both sides of it, if you're on more of the risk side or you're on more of the reward side. Mm -hmm. you know, And you have to look at that when you're engaging into business as to which, which way you want to be at it. And you really have to count the cost. I know some mm -hmm. people have mortgaged their house or have sold all their belongings or borrowed from a 401K or something in order to start a business. And mm -hmm. sometimes that's not a very good idea. So you have to have that balance of risk and reward. You, yes. Your, your uh, um, consultants or your, what am I trying to say, your counselors, yes. they will help uh, a person, an aspiring person with that Absolutely. balance, right? Yes. Okay, good, good. So let me ask you this, um, and these conversations always go way, you know, there's so much and the time goes by so fast. Uh, we are going to, uh, in just a few minutes, have to wind down this one. But we want our people to uh, go over to, uh, to the website and hear the podcast. It'll be part two. It'll be uh, clearly available on our website. What is uh, what is the most important thing that a boomer or a beyonder could do regarding starting or growing or succeeding in business this week? What's the most important thing that they could do? Take a look to see where they are. If you're at the start of phase, if you have an idea, contact SBA and our network of resource partners. Uh, if you're currently in business, whether you're struggling and you don't know how or why you're struggling, reach out to mm -hmm. us still mm -hmm. so that we can be a help to you. Good. You know, if, if you're looking at, you know, seeing, okay, you, you're being successful at it, then I encourage you to come in and, and join SCORE to be a, a, a mentor and, and to help give back. So there, there's always those opportunities for you to be a part of SBA and just to know that we have resources available to help businesses. Great. And so it's um, sba.gov. Yes, sir. All right. That's your web address. How about a phone number? Our office phone number, you can reach it, is at 503-326-5221. Okay. And we'll have a chance uh, to give more of that information. Plus, there will be a link on our website um, if they didn't get any of that and have a hard time reaching you. So uh, we want to encourage our people to tune in every every Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m. right here on the radio, KKPZ 1330 The Truth. And, of course, all of our shows and this one will be available on our website 24-7. That is at secondhalfnow.com. If you have questions uh, or have suggestions or want to get in touch with uh, Cameron or the SBA, uh, go to our website and fill out a contact form and turn that in. We want to thank you very much for listening today. There's a whole lot more. Cameron's going to stay for another half hour. We'll have that on our uh, on our podcast side. This is Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. I'm Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. Let's continue our conversation with Cameron Doss with the SBA on part two of our website, on our website, secondhalfnow.com. See you there. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com.
That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And welcome to part two of the show that we have entitled Boomers in Business. Here's help you don't want to overlook. Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. This portion is coming to you on a podcast, of course, because uh, you are hearing it online. You found our website and you hit the uh, the little button there to play this one, and that's where all of our programs are. So you can uh, plow around there on the website and listen to any and all of them at any time, day or night. We are uh, pleased to welcome into our studio again, uh, because we did part one, uh, with Cameron Doss of the Small Business Administration. And we are right in the middle of a very, very um, informative conversation. So, Cameron, thank you again for being here with us, and welcome to Second Half Now. Thank you. Yeah. Right, right smack in the middle of talking about how to start, grow, and succeed in a small business. And um, on the on-air portion, uh, Cameron, you have been sharing with us some just fantastic resources that the Small Business Association has for um, people who are just wanting to check out and see whether or not their idea is a good one, or for people who have been in business and need some encouragement, some resources, some support for moving forward. Um, but in that conversation, one of the things that we promised our listeners we would talk about on this part of the broadcast is your faith-based mm-hmm. initiatives. And my goodness, this is a government agency, and yeah. we're talking about faith-based initiatives. So I'm really excited. Let's just take care of this right okay. now so that we make sure and get to it today. Okay. Well, definitely uh, SBA is, is one of several agencies that have you know, faith-based uh, initiative and, and community outreach uh, uh, interests. And pretty much we partner with the White House uh, Faith-Based and Neighborhood Partnership uh, to really just talk about what we do in our particular agencies. Uh, we work uh, heavily to expand uh, the knowledge of our program and services so so many underserved communities, uh, and faith-based would be considered one of those underserved communities, are very much aware of what the roles and the, and the services that we offer. Now, a key feature is is that we, we come to programs like this, and we talk about our technical assistance, education, training, entrepreneurship, uh, business development opportunities, and we try to address some of the challenges that may be facing this underserved community. Um, Our faith-based initiative, it was established by our president uh, under Executive Order uh, 13-279. Pretty much, basically, the the president said that he had an interest in meeting and working with faith-based communities, and he wanted the federal agencies to do the same. So we're, we're charged by the president uh, to make this an initiative, and we're trying to move this forward as well, particularly in our district here. Now, this it wasn't this president that started it, is that correct? Both President uh, Bush and right. Obama had, uh, I guess, faith-based outreach right. activities okay. as well. Right. So how does that 
how does that work? I'm I'm was taken by the term underserved community, a faith-based community being an mm. underserved community. I've never thought of it that that way. Here, this is a community that likes to serve, but you're saying they're underserved. Can you tell us more about what you mean by that? Well, historically, uh, the federal government looked at certain underserved communities, such as uh, our immigrant community, mm-hmm. uh, you know, our Native American community, African American, Hispanic, and, and we also look at faith bases being a part of that, that community of underserved. And what we're trying to do in SBA is trying to make sure that our services, our products, and, and, and what we do is reach to everyone. So everyone have the opportunity to partake in what we do in SBA. This is really cool. So, in, so the way I'm understanding this is the SBA has resources that will allow them to serve the faith-based community in their efforts to serve the community. Particularly if they have a, a business interest, right. uh, those individuals okay. that are of faith that have an interest in starting and, and growing and being successful with their business, yes, our SBA uh, resources are available for them. That's fantastic. So let's clarify, what is a faith-based initiative and how might that be different from a regular say, secular business? I would say for us in SBA, one of the things that we're trying to do, we're trying to get a a program launched, hopefully uh, this fall, and it's called our Business Sunday. And the intent of that particular initiative will be SBA going into, along with our uh, agency partners and other community partners, going into a particular congregation on a particular Sunday to make sure that the messaging of our agencies is available to those particular demographics. So that's what we consider in our faith-based mm-hmm. initiative, doing things like that, taking our messaging, uh, not to the traditional areas that we go, but also going to this considered non-traditional area uh, by having a program such as our Business Sunday. So does that mean that, a let's say, a person wants to start something uh, maybe uh, from their church or through their church or apart from their church, but they consider it a faith-based initiative. They could start. Um, I, I'm still not clear of exactly what that is from the business side. I, I hear what you're saying about the SBA side. So uh, what is it that a person would want to do or want to pursue uh, that would be called a faith-based initiative. Okay, mm-hmm. if, if a particular a, a, a church wanted to to partner with SBA and had an interest in economic development, we could then come and present our trainings and our topics and, okay. and, and talk about mm-hmm. uh, what we do and how we have that connection mm-hmm. uh, based on that economic development interest right there. Mm. Okay. This is um, my my wheels are spinning over here. I'm pretty excited. We run a college group. Um, in Oregon City, and one of the things that we're doing is trying to get our young people to take hold of something that they're interested in and start their own, we, we uh, call them lemonade stands, right, just for the fun of it. But really the idea is for them to grab hold of their own missions and goals and, and put it to work. Let's get something going. And I think what you're saying is your agency could actually come in and help our young people who are thinking about starting their own ministry that's business oriented. That's a business. Yes, we, so we, to speak. we definitely could because we have programs, uh, not only just uh, what we do in our district, but 
on our SBA website that's geared toward our millennial entrepreneurs. So we have these different graphics. We we love our encore entrepreneurs, but we also love our millennial entrepreneurs as well. And we have certain programs tailored for those demographics as well. So they can visit our SBA uh, website, www.sba.gov. Reach out to our district office as well. Uh, there is always these opportunities uh, for us in SBA to partner. That is great. I like those those names, millennial entre- mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. But the encore entrepreneurs. That's a great title. Mm-hmm. We, tell us more about them. Well, in this past recession, uh, we saw that those individuals aged fifty and older uh, were those that were uh, laid off, uh, and also we've seen that those individuals in that demographic have been. Uh, I guess the last ones to get uh, reemployed, uh, introduced back into the workforce since the economy has started to recover. Uh, SBA partnered with AARP and we launched our Encore Entrepreneurs Program. So we have uh, uh, lots of initiatives laid out with this where we have our toolkits online that are very much accessible to this particular demographic. Uh, we're going around the country hosting various events in partnership with AARP to try to just make sure that the messages are there, that those individuals, whether they are 50 and plus, uh, have the skill sets or you know, or the knowledge or the capability to want to particularly start their business, whether they have it for the need for a second income, uh, whether it's just you know, a passion of theirs, uh, or whether just it is, you know, a hobby that they want to turn mm-hmm. into a mm-hmm. particular business, uh, we have those resources and tools available. And so we're going to be spending uh, not only starting now, but the rest of the summer really trying to promote our Encore Entrepreneur Partnership uh, with AARP and making sure that those individuals 50 and older uh, can know that there's uh, resources available for them. You know, what I really like about this, too, is the fact that it's online. If there's a group of people that are interested in doing something, they can sit down, they can go online, they can talk it through with each other, looking at through all of these tools before they ever have to invest money, invest time in going out there and getting Mm -hmm. resources and all of that, they can really get a lot of the planning process in place Mm -hmm. before they have to really launch anything. Exactly. And here's some interesting things about those that are in that Encore Entrepreneur demographic. The number of Americans aged 50 plus who are working or looking for work has grown significantly over the past decade and is expected to continue to increase. In fact, 35% 35% of the U.S. labor force participants will be aged 50 or plus in the year 2022. The 50-plus segment of the workforce continue to be the most engaged age cohort across all generations. Wow. 65% of employees aged 55-plus are considered engaged based on uh, survey data, while younger employee engagement averages about 58 to 60%. So again, having that 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 demographic, those individuals that are 50 and plus that want to be in the workforce, that whether they want to work for someone or even start their own business is, is definitely valuable uh, mm-hmm. to any business and their bottom line. So I'm hearing uh, with this on, uh, Encore Entrepreneur program that uh, someone finds themselves uh, in a place where they would like to start a business by necessity, you know, just to kind of pay the bills and they got something that they'd like to bring to market. Um, or uh, because it's something that they've wanted to do for a long time. Because they are in that age group, what you're saying, 50-plus, the Encore Entrepreneur, then they could call your office or go to your website and just use that phrase, and that'll kick things in because you or your staff, they'll know 
what that means and, and what some steps might be that they could line them up with resources and ideas and counselors and everything else. That is correct. And okay. we'll try to make sure we help them and guide them and, and get them connected with our uh, SBA uh, network uh, to make sure that, that you know, we can help, really help them mm-hmm. in, their, in their business ideas. Good. I like that. I had um, particular interest as you were talking about some of the special uh, centers or focus uh, categories. And uh, can you tell us some about the, um, now you have 21 small business development centers. I want to hear about those. Okay. I also want to hear about the veterans okay. uh, particular focus and about the women. Okay. So let's start with 21 small business development centers. What geographical area do those cover and what do they, what do they offer? Okay. Our small business development centers are a uh, great uh, state federal partnership that we have. Uh, in essence, SBA funds the SBDCs in part uh, that are matched by our, uh, state dollars, and also the centers have the opportunity to to increase funding based through, on their program initiatives that they offer themselves. But all of our SBDCs are located at our community colleges throughout our state. Oh, here. Okay. So okay. that's a great yeah. resource uh, mm-hmm. since many of our community colleges are excellent at building um, the workforce for tomorrow. Our, our SBDCs are located there. So if those individuals that are in this encore demographic that are looking to, you know, reach out to our uh, network of partners, there's probably one right there in your right. your county that's close mm-hmm. by you at your local uh, uh, community college. So please connect up with them. So that's our SBDC network. Uh, next we have is our Veterans Business uh, Outreach Center. And this uh, center is designed particularly to help those that have served our country, our veterans. SBA also has initiatives that we call uh, Boots to Business and Reboots to <laughs> Business, uh, mm-hmm. where we have really partnered with those uh, very military institutions that have uh, our, our veterans that are that are getting ready to leave service and, and really are trying to figure out what they're looking to do. So our, our Veterans Outreach Center and our special initiatives that we have centered around that is really geared towards helping veterans. You know. Well, so what I think I'm hearing in this is that you are making your programming available to veterans before they are have transitioned out of the service? Yes, and, and some of our initiatives that we have, uh, not necessarily fully in our district, but other districts around the country in our uh, Boots to Business program, uh, veterans can, or if they're getting ready to transition from service, tap into our network of resource partners, particularly our Veterans Business Outreach Center, and really learn the skills of what it takes to be an entrepreneur. What does it take? Uh, you know, now that they're exiting service and they have that business idea, uh, what does it mean? Uh, and so we have programs designed to help those in that particular area as well. And, you know, speaking from the through the psychologist lens here, I'm thinking about um, – our servicemen and women who, as they're transitioning out, don't really know what they're going to be doing next sometimes, and that's a dangerous time for them. Oh, yeah, it is. And so to be yeah. able to have services available to them that help them think through those steps before they're looking right at having to have a plan, I think that is just fantastic, and I'm so grateful yes. that SBA is doing that work. And, and one of the things that we do out of our particular district, we host various uh, uh, seminars and webinars for veterans, and, and we call it our Veterans Path Forward. And we mm. try to make sure that we're laying out what is it that we, SBA, can do, along with our state partners and other agencies that we can do to really mm. help our veterans. So that's one of the things that we have in our particular district uh, that we do. 
Well, it is a, a black hole sometimes for a veteran that comes out of the military, whether they've had combat deployments or whether they've been serving stateside or whatever else when they come out. If they don't know what to do, uh, starting a business or starting something that uh, could support themselves and if they have a family, um, because it, it is really dark sometimes. And I know in my mm -hmm. own personal experience with, uh, with my son, he had a hard time you know, coming out of the military and just adjusting to civilian life right. and now trying to figure out, well, what is my skill set? Mm -hmm. uh, my son was in special forces, and those skills aren't uh, very much needed in the workplace today, mm -hmm. um, if you know what I'm saying. A little tongue-in-cheek there because uh, he's a tough guy, you know, with combat deployments and special missions and that kind of thing. So um, let's say that, and, and I know, I think the latest figure that I heard is that one veteran per day in the U.S. commit suicide. And uh, it's horrible. You know, it's, it's such a tremendous um, uh, black hole that they fall into for a variety of reasons. So let's just say that a veteran comes, uh, is coming transitioning out of the military into civilian life and, uh, you know, starting a business or getting involved in some business enterprise might be of interest to them. So what would they do? do you, is there a physical location for your uh, for your veterans part. We're going to hear the answer to that question right uh, after we come back. We're going to take a break. Don't go away. Life is a journey and it really helps to have a roadmap, especially during your golden years of life. There are at least 80 senior living communities and 1,100 adult care homes in just the greater Portland, Vancouver metro area. At no cost to you or your family, you can plan now for the right fit for yourself or loved ones. Golden Placement Services is the roadmap to your new home. In four simple steps, assessment, research, touring, and follow-up, the Golden Girls will help you prepare for the next part of your journey. We found Golden Placement Services to be very helpful to us in locating a care facility for our father. They asked good questions to ascertain what kind of facility we were looking for. We were taken to a few homes that fit the criteria we were seeking, and we're very happy with the care our dad's receiving from the facility found for us by Golden Placements. Visit our website at goldenplacements.com to learn more. That's goldenplacements.com or call one of the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step step through the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715.
We're very thankful for our sponsors and our partners, and I'm going to name them here. Dignity Memorial, Golden Placement Services, 24-7 Properties, Dan the Mortgage Man with First Priority Financial, Dream Trips, 180 Cashflow Strategies, Northwest Web Construction Company, actually Northwest Web Creation Company, and then our partners, Warner Pacific College, Multnomah University, KKPZ, this radio station, Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest, and Serving Our Neighbors. Before we went to break, we were talking about uh, the very sad facts of uh, veteran suicide, and we had a little conference here in the studio, and we agreed that the stat is probably much higher than one a day, which what I, was what I was saying. But the, the fact remains that uh, sometimes a veteran can... Uh, can exit the military and be kind of disoriented or lost or not figure out what mm-hmm. to do, maybe can't uh, get or hold down a regular job, uh, maybe isn't interested in that, wants to do something else. And so, uh, Cameron, you were going to give us the location of the Veterans, what's it called, the Veterans? Yes, our Veter- Veterans Business Outreach Center okay. is located in Seattle, Washington, but never fear, it covers Oregon as well. So uh, the phone number is 206 324 Four three three zero is the phone number. And would there be information about that on your website uh, yes. here locally? Yes. SBA.gov. SBA.gov, okay, yes. Okay, good. And we also wanted to talk about another um, segment, uh, a large segment of our population, and it is women. And I know there must be, I don't have a stat or a graph or anything, but uh, increasingly more and more women are starting businesses and going into business enterprises. So can you speak to that and how? what do you have available to help women who either are in business, want to learn how to grow and succeed, or who are thinking about starting a business? Hmm. Yes, we do have our Women's Business uh, Outreach Center. And women entrepreneurs are changing the face of America in today's mm-hmm. economy. Uh, today, they're the majority owners of about a third of the nation's small businesses or at least equal owners of about half of all small businesses. Wow. And so women entrepreneurs is very critical to SBA, and we try to make sure that we have uh, services available to, for those that are looking to be uh, entrepreneurs. And our Women's Business Center is located at Mercy Corps Northwest. They're our key partner for our Women's Business Center. Some initiatives that we've done in SBA here recently is our Innovate Her initiative, uh, focused on women that had an innovative idea. Uh, basically, uh, way this program worked, it was women with ideas was submitted and nominated and went all the way up to our national office. And the winner received a $30,000 grant based mm-hmm. on their proposal, their, their initiative. Uh, we have coming up, it's called our Challenge Her Initiative. And in this mm-hmm. particular initiative, we're trying to get more women business owners interested and engaged in doing business with the federal government, trying to make sure that those women business owners are being able to sell their particular goods and services to the federal government. Now, our uh, Mercy Corps Northwest, the, the phone number to our Women Business Center is 503-896-5087. One more time on that phone number. It is 503-896-5087. And uh, listeners, if you uh, didn't get the chance to write down some of this contact information or some of the details that are coming, just um, hit replay, play it again, and uh, you'll hear it. And uh, some of it will be available on our website, but just uh, you can hear the show and then you can make note of those phone numbers and websites and follow up. Let's see, you said something else about um, that we wanted to cover. Um, What was it um, when you talked about... um, it was women in business. I can't. I can't recall what it is. So let me let me go to this. 
When we talked before, you said that your goal is to help people to work on their business and not just in their business. Can you explain what you mean by that? Absolutely. Uh, many times, small business owners, they're the ones that's going to cut the lights on. Many times, they're going to be the one that's sweeping up, taking the trash out, and they're going to be there meeting and greeting customers. So they're working in their business. What we like to do in SBA with our network of resource partners and the online tools that we have on our website, we like to make business owners smarter. Uh, we like to make them bolder. And we like to make sure that our information is accessible to them. And by doing this, we, we, we like to say that, you know, by providing these tools to them, that they can work on their business and not necessarily in their business. So it's kind of like stepping back and looking at the operation and looking at where the problems might be, where the flow is and, you know, where the obstacles might be. So that's that's working on your business, yes. taking a look at the procedures. and the, Yes. Okay. Instead of being so in your business right. that you can't see straight and are just trying to take some time for sleeping and eating. Yes. Yeah, some of yes. those luxuries uh, when you're in business. <laughs> I often chuckled when uh, when someone says uh, that they own a restaurant. I said, oh, really? I, I think it's the other way around, right? The, yes. the restaurant. Not all businesses are like that, but they they can be. They that can The business own actually owns you and mm -hmm. controls your life. I know what I was going to ask about. So maybe there are people who are thinking about going into business or who already are. Because you talked about... Um, contracting with the federal government. Yes. And I think I read somewhere the federal government is the largest buyer in the world or customer or... Yes, it is. And, and particularly in, in our district, the United States federal government spent $1.1 billion. Mm. And nearly, what, 520-some million of that went to small businesses. So we in SBA like to really, you know, help businesses... Uh, really look at how they can sell their goods and services to the federal government. Mm -hmm. Being a large procurer of goods and services, why not help those businesses make sure that their products and services that they're doing is able to reach this huge marketplace called the federal government? We do that. We also partner with federal agencies, trying to help them look at their procurement strategies and also trying to help them understand uh, how SBA can help them finding those particular firms that are wanting to sell their goods and services uh, to the federal government. That's very helpful. I know a lot of people or maybe a certain number of people would not want to do business with the federal government just because of all the strings or expectations or requirements or anything else. But they, if anybody's interested, they can explore that by yes. calling your office or by going to your website and asking because you, you have a whole a whole uh, how do I want to say a whole resource center of, of yes. uh, that would help answer those questions yes. about doing business contract business either selling what services or yes. products or goods or whatever else okay yes. I was thinking about that whatever else probably if if we're talking about the federal government I would imagine there's a whole world of businesses that haven't even thought that the federal government might make use of them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that we're trying to make sure that small businesses are fully aware. Uh, Congress has mandated that all federal agencies uh, spend at least 23% of their appropriated mm -hmm. dollars towards small business. So they and, have? and so, so, you know, agencies have to spend, you know, money with small businesses. And our job is to help make sure that there is a good match between the federal agencies and those small businesses that are looking to enter that particular marketplace. So the so the uh, desire to purchase is not just a desire; it's a mandate. It's a mandate. That's yes, incredible. Yes. 
So that's so an we're, incentive. Absolutely. So so with that in mind, but and a good thing about it is I can truly uh, say that thanks to many of our agencies in our particular district, we far exceeded that number. We mm. were at about forty some percent mm. of the procurement dollars here, you know, in this particular uh, district, you know, that have been gone to small businesses. That is a lot to think about. And I want to encourage our listeners to uh, go back and listen to both part one and part two. Cameron, you've been a great wealth of resource and information for all of this. Will you come back and give us some more information? I sure will. Time? I appreciate the invite and Excellent. thank you for having me here today. Excellent. Is there any last thing that you'd like to say to our uh, listeners? The last thing that I'd like to say for those that are, you know, either if you're, you know, looking to start a business looking to grow your business or, you know, considering, you know, changes in your business, reach out and get one of our SBA uh, partners. Uh, They are there to help, Mm -hmm. and we appreciate it, and we want to make sure that that they know that they're there to help. Right. And if people didn't take notes or can't remember anything, all they have to do is go to your website. Yes. SBA.gov. Yes. And if you can't remember that, go to our website, and uh, we'll have a link with the show, this uh, recording, and any other resources. We'll be uploading some of the SBA uh, resources, too, for access from our uh, listeners and our website visitors. So, again, Cameron, thank you. Thank you very much for being here today. It's been uh, very informational, educational, and I think our listeners have been blessed by by your information today. Absolutely. Well, folks, that is our program for today. We want to encourage you to tune in every Monday on the radio, because right now you're listening to the podcast side, every Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m. for the on-air portion. And then, of course, go to our website to hear part two, which is available 24-7. And we want to uh, also uh, offer this, that if you can't download or can't uh, go to the website, call the uh, station, call KKPZ station and request a free CD of this show. And that number is 503-242-1950. And then, um, yeah, that's it for us for today. This is Dan Critchett, your host, secondhalfnow.com. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. And our lovely and talented co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. Thank you again, Cameron, for being here. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Excellent. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com.